The words of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. Thou shalt keep them, O Lord, thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it. Welcome to another program with Truths to Live By, a ministry of Harriman Baptist Tabernacle in Harriman, Tennessee. You're listening to Brother Benjamin Cooley. I pray we would be a blessing to you today. With our Bibles open now to Psalm 102, we want to look at this psalm, which our Bible entitles, A Prayer of the Afflicted, when he is overwhelmed and poureth out his complaint before the Lord. Have you ever been there where you are overwhelmed and you're not complaining unto the Lord, but you are pouring out a complaint before the Lord? First we'll pray, and then look to Psalm 102, verse number 1. Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for this time. I plead the blood of Christ. I beg for the power of God, and I trust to have liberty and authority, and that the word of the Lord would have free course in the hearts of men. Thank you for first loving me, that I can love you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Psalm 102, verse 1, Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come unto thee. This prayer is one that God will not despise. Look down to verse 17. He will regard the prayer of the destitute and not despise their prayer. And so we find this psalm is a prayer. Many are songs, but this one is a prayer. It is the prayer of the destitute in verses 1 through 16. And then we find it is the prayer of the delivered, verse 17 through the end of the psalm. In verses 1 and 2, there is the voice of desperation. Look to verse 2. Hide not thy face from me in the day when I am in trouble. Incline thine ear unto me in the day when I call, answer me speedily. The psalmist desired the help of God, and that 
in a hurry. Verses 3 through 7, we find the voice of desolation. For my days are consumed like smoke, and my bones are burned as an hearth. My heart is smitten and withered like grass, so that I forget to eat my bread. By reason of the voice of my groaning, my bones cleave to my skin. I am like a pelican of the wilderness. I am like an owl of the desert. I watch and am as a sparrow alone upon the housetop. Here is a desolate situation. Consumed, burned, smitten, withered, forgetful, groaning, bones cleaving, like a pelican, like an owl, like a sparrow alone upon the housetop. Not only desperate, but desolate, lonely, in need of the hand of God. But then the voice of decline. Mine enemies, verse 8, reproach me all the day, and they that are mad against me are sworn against me. For I have eaten ashes like bread, and mingled my drink with weeping, because of thine indignation and thy wrath, for thou hast lifted me up and cast me down. My days are like a shadow that declineth, and I am withered like grass. Here, the the desperate voice, the desolate voice, is now that declining voice. My days are like a shadow that declineth. I'm being reduced to nothing. I'm withering like grass. The wrath, the indignation of God is against me. I have eaten ashes like bread, mingled my drink with weeping. This man, this psalmist is in a desperate, declining situation. What's your situation today, friend? Are you desperate? Are you desolate? Do you feel all alone? Do you feel empty? Do you feel like you are in decline? That your shadow is declining? It's going down. The sun is setting on your life, and you are withering like grass. Notice where you should pray. Notice how you should pray. The desolate, desperate, declining voice gives way to the voice of dependence. Verse 12, But thou, O Lord, shalt endure forever. My days, they are declining. I am withering like grass, and so are you. But God shall endure forever. Again, verse 12, And thy remembrance unto all generations. Thou shalt arise and have mercy upon Zion. For the time to favor her, yea, the set time is come. For thy servants take pleasure in her stones and favor the dust thereof. So the heathen shall fear the name of the Lord and all the kings of the earth thy glory. When the Lord shall build up Zion, he shall appear in his glory. No doubt this psalm here is looking forward to that time when Zion shall be repaired and restored and the Lord shall be himself returned and reigning. 
verses 17 through 28, the prayer of the destitute gives way to the praise of the delivered. Why is their deliverance? Because first, God is listening. Second, because God is looking. God is loosing. God is living. Yes, and because he lives, we shall live also. Verse 17, he will regard the prayer of the destitute and not despise their prayer. God is listening to the prayers of his people. Mind you, those who regard iniquity in their heart, the Lord will not hear their prayer. No, but he will hear the prayer of those who are humble, of those who are desperate, of those who are destitute, while he will refuse to hear the prayer of the arrogant and the self-sufficient and the proud and those who are not right with him because they're living in sin. God will not hear their prayer, but he will have respect unto the prayer of the destitute, nor will he despise their prayer, and nor will God despise a broken and a contrite heart. This, he says in verse 18, shall be written for the generation to come, and the people which shall be created shall praise the Lord. God is listening. But then verse 19, God is looking, for he hath looked down from the height of his sanctuary From heaven did the Lord behold the earth. I'm glad that God has his eyes turned toward his people. For me, it was on August the 9th, 1994, God looked my way, sent a gospel preacher with the King James Bible under his arm and the power of God on his life and the message of Christ upon his lips and with the Spirit of the Lord stirring in his heart, he preached what thus saith the Lord, And the word of God, through the spirit of God, convicted my heart, opened up my eyes, and turned my darkness to light, and proved to me that God was looking down from the height of his sanctuary, and he longed to save a little old sinner like Benjamin Cooley. Praise God, he is looking down from the heights of heaven. He beholds the earth, and his hand and his arm is mighty to save and mighty to intervene. And the Lord shows himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect toward him. But then God is loosing, verses 20 through 23, to hear the groaning of the prisoner. This is why he's looking from heaven. This is why he's listening from heaven, to hear the groaning of the prisoner. Verse 20, to loose those that are appointed to death to declare the name of the Lord in Zion and his praise in Jerusalem. When the people are gathered together and the kingdoms to serve the Lord, he weakened my strength in the way. He shortened my days. God is going to deliver his people. Yes, he will. But then God is living. Verse 24, I said, O my God, take me not away in the midst of my days, thy years are throughout all generations. Of old hast thou laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of thy hands. They shall perish, but thou shalt endure. Yea, all of them shall wax old like a garment, as a vesture shalt thou change them, and they shall be changed. But thou art the same, and thy years shall have no end. The children of thy servants shall continue. 
and their seed shall be established before thee. I'm thankful that God, He endures forever. And He is the same. His years, they have no end. The heavens are the work of His hands. The earth, it's laid in its foundations by Him. And it's formed by Him. It's going to be sustained by Him. Burned up by Him. Remade by Him. And this God is the true and living God to whom we can pray and find an answer and help in the time of need. We thank you for making this ministry a part of your day. And in closing, we want to point you to the words of our Lord in Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4. He answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And truly it is written. God's word, every word, presents us with truths to live by. You've been listening to Brother Benjamin Cooley. Please send all correspondence to Truths to Live By, P.O. Box 575, Harriman, Tennessee, 37748. Or you can email us at bmarkcooley at gmail.com. And finally, brethren, pray for us.